going to throw it. And he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Oh! Max strips it! He is unbelievable! Well, this is a great week of football, I think we can all say. And I know what you're probably thinking. Why is Isaac opening the podcast? Now, I have to admit... My dad's feeling a little bit under the weather. He lost his voice. And today is going to be very interesting because I am going to be kind of hosting it, I guess, and kind of like leading things through. And as a co-host, we have my mom. Hello. Yeah. And um, we're we're just going to analyze some of this stuff. It's just going to be um, just going to be like a normal podcast, just going to be like a regular episode. Except I'm going to kind of be leading things through, and uh, Mom's going to kind of take my role. Are you happy about that, Mom? Yep. Nice. Anyway, so let's. So like I, like we said um, a couple episodes back, we don't like to focus on the Bears. We like to analyze all football, like, throughout the league, and just kind of, like, um, emphasize certain players and plays and teams and everything that going on around the NFL um, community. And so I think today what we can kick things off with is the Chiefs and the Eagles game. What did you think about that, Mom? Um, It was a surprising game. <laughs> nice. And so honestly, I thought it was really cool that Andy Reid is the first coach to win 100 games with two franchises. Now that's just a feat in and of itself. And I feel that that really just goes to show how much um, how much experience Andy Reid has and how he's going to like lead his team to victory. However, we are going to talk a little bit about how his team has been not struggling, I would say, because the thing is, the Chiefs will always excel. The Chiefs are just pulling through. Patrick Mahomes play, playing at an elite level. They're always doing that. But the only thing I have to say now, which I'm going to comment on in a second, is how these new teams are starting to learn the um, kind of like the ways of the Chiefs. And not just any team. Like, honestly, you can't just pick any random team and ha- see if they can do well. There are select teams with rookie quarterbacks and generally a rookie lineup, I would say. And they're just doing really well against um, against Patrick Mahomes. And I just find that interesting because... In my perspective, I feel that it's almost easier for them because the thing is, with the seasoned pros, they always are like, oh, this is how you should do it, and then um, Patrick Mahomes is catching them off guard with these crazy spin moves and whatnot. But for their rookies, this is what they've grown up with. They're not thinking, oh, that's so untraditional, I can't even cope that. They're kind of thinking like, oh, this is just this is just what happens. Like, this is who Patrick Mahomes is, and this is his play style, they're kind of picking up on that. The defenses are picking up on that. And they're just kind of finding a way to adapt to that and kind of like adapting their play their play style, their own personal play style to kind of cope and combat his play style. Whereas some of the older teams with more veterans, they are like, we can't really stop him because we're not used to that. And we're used to, oh, stay in the pocket and whatnot. And that's how we deal with problems. Now they have a whole new set of problems that they don't know how to deal with, whereas the rookies, they never had a set of problems. And now this is their new fresh set of problems, and they're finding a way to deal with them. 
And I feel that that just almost gives the rookies an advantage in a sense because now they have they have a fresh mind and they can really, um, like I said, combat the the plays of Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago he was on top of his game. There was nobody could stop him. He was just this crazy, incredible quarterback, unparalleled. Now other now other teams are starting to kind of like pick up on what he's doing and kind of like figuring him out and that's really I mean I'm honestly Patrick Mahomes is full of surprises he's probably gonna he's always adapting his play style he's always changing things to throw the defenses off but I do feel like that some of the court some of the teams are really just kind of finding a way to work work through the new stuff that he's doing and I feel that that's kind of that that was a big example with the Chargers the Chargers beat the Chiefs and they Chargers are just all over the place. They are so good, and um, Justin uh, Justin Herbert is insane. The defense is really solid on their team. They're just a really solid team all around. Now the Eagles started playing against them, and they did actually they they held their ground. I'd say Jalen Hurts. They um they were really just they were um they were just really like solid. They weren't like giving up a lot of space. They did kind of give up at the end, but honestly, I mean, hats off to them anyway. And so what do you think about that, Mom? Yeah, I agree. I think you are right on with that. Um, I think teams are learning Patrick Mahomes um, and his style of play, and they're catching on to that. And um, he's not um, winning as many games or... um, they're not uh, he's not surprising um, defense a lot yeah. this year. I think they're really um, yeah catching on to him. Yeah, and so that was also um, shown with the Eagles because the defense, like Fletcher Cox. Now Fletcher Cox did get hurt, but the thing is, before he got hurt, he was still like top of his game. He was still really just emphasizing and really just combating the play style of Patrick Mahomes and he really did like some defenses kind of figure him out and the thing is Patrick Mahomes will always have to come up with new ways because now now I do I do have a, a caveat right here because I know I kind of contradict myself because before this I said oh seasoned pros don't know how to do it some seasoned pros got it figured out and they can do it right and one of those has to be Fletcher Cox because right. Fletcher Cox has been here for a long time, and he clearly knows what he's doing. So Right, and Patrick Mahomes is no longer a rookie quarterback, so they've had some exactly. time to watch him play. So speaking of rookie quarterbacks, let's talk about the Bears. What did you think about that Bears game? I thought it was, I thought it was okay because the thing is, they did really, they, they, they I mean, a, a win is a win, a bag is a bag. Yes, but, but we were playing the Detroit Lions. Exactly. So. so, honestly, the thing is, people are always trying. They're like, oh, it's a win. A win is a win. Just appreciate it. But realistically, like realistically, you can't just say, oh, a win's a win because it really depends on who you're winning against. Like, if we won against the Jets, that's like, yeah, it's done and over with. Let's look to the next team. If we won against the Buccaneers, that's like, ooh, let's have a party. Right. But, um, and that's talent. Um, I think uh, also let's talk about Nagy and the play calling that's been happening. Um, what do you think about him calling the offensive plays? I, I don't really, I'm not sure because the thing is, 
he has been, he has pulled us through. I mean, kind of, because I mean, <laughs> we haven't done exceptionally well. I mean, we, we're not like insane, like Patrick Mahomes level, but I mean, he's still kind of pulling us through because we've had coaches over the years, John Fox, etc. But I think Matt Nagy has done a lot, if not the most, for us because he really just improved our um, our team. I do, I do have a couple. I do think that he needs to work on offense a little bit more because, I mean, for one, okay, so we had Mitchell Trubisky. I think everybody knows about this. So we had Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky, not going to lie, he was pretty awful. And uh, we put Well, he I don't know if he was an awful quarterback. He wasn't inherently awful. I don't think he had a team that could help him. Exactly. So that's that's what I'm going to get to. So he didn't have a team to support his back. He didn't have a coach who was really accepting what he was doing. So they well, let him let's go. Well, so let's talk about the quarterbacks of the Chicago Bears. And I feel that they try to make, and I think you might have talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago, how they try to make the quarterback what they want instead of what the quarterback is. So Matt Nagy's play calling seems like it's always the same, and that doesn't work for every quarterback. Every quarterback has a different style of play. So, yes, Field, he played um, decent yesterday. He was... You know, won his first game as a rookie, which is great. Uh, defense kind of stepped it up. I think they played a three-quarter game. They kind of lost it in the fourth quarter. But uh, the let's talk about, it's like, so you have Trubisky, you have Fields, and um, Nagy needs to be calling those plays for the specific quarterback and what their strengths and weaknesses are. Correct. So, because the thing is, with Mitchell Trubisky, he was trying to construct him into a quarterback he wasn't. Exactly. And, and so that's that's the thing about Fields is we hope that Nagy doesn't do that, which, in my opinion, might be time for a new coach, but, you know, that's up for debate. Yeah, honestly, when it comes to me, I don't think, I don't think Matt Nagy needs to be replaced. I think there needs to be some sort of change in the um in the upper management because- I agree with that. I agree. I do agree with that. I've agreed with that for a while because we went through too many coaches, too many quarterbacks. Um Exactly, cuz the thing is the Bears we've never been really good, but you would you think like we've gone through so many coaches, so many quarterbacks one by one by one by one. We've it's just true. dropped them all off. All right. Is it time up. for your scores? What's the score? Nothing, nothing. What's the score? What's the score? What's the What's the score? I'm in uh, I was hoping you'd forget. <laughs> All right, so first off, we got the Giants and the Saints. The Giants somehow beat the Saints 27-21. to We got the Jaguars at the Bengals. The Bengals came through 24-21, to beating them with a field goal. The Titans and the Jets also beating with a field goal. Jets beat the Titans. Surprising. I mean, the Jets, it's the Jets. Um, the Chiefs and the Eagles played great game. Chiefs beat the Eagles 42-30. to Panthers and the Cowboys. Cowboys came on top of the Panthers 36-38. to Browns and Vikings, low-scoring game. Browns beat the Vikings 14-7. to the Lions and the Bears. Bears beat the Lions 24-14. But Texans and Bills. Oh, it's a goose egg. Bills beat the Texans 40-0. Washington football team versus the Falcons 34-30. And the Cardinals and the Rams. Great game. Cardinals beat the Rams 37-20. to 
Nice job. You had 10 seconds left on that one. Uh, what did you say about the 40-0? Who was that? Oh, yeah, that was the uh, Bills and Texans. Wow, that's crazy for the NFL. That's, uh, yeah, to shut out a team 40 to nothing. Who's the Texans quarterback right now? Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm actually not sure right now. All right, we'll have to look that up. All right, what you got? So I was thinking that we could uh, take a stop at the Rams and Cardinals game right now because, honestly, it just it was so high-scoring and so well-played. I just feel like it's we just cannot miss it. And so first off, what was crazy is it was the score, like I said, during uh, the score was 37-20, to 20, which is, makes, it means it was a high-scoring game. It was very entertaining, and the thing is, it was all—it was one of those like midday, midday games, like three o'clock games that you're always excited about. And honestly, I was impressed by Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I am not going to be surprised if I see the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. I am not going to be surprised because the intensity and the like, the level that they are playing on, like the Cardinals have never been recognized. Not going to lie, no offense to the Cardinals or anything. But before this, they've never been recognized. They were just kind of the team that was kind of just there. Like, they never really made a difference, not going to lie. And they were always bottom of the division, never made the playoffs. They kind of just there and never really did anything about it. But yeah, this year, I think since uh, your Cardinals? Yeah. Since um, Kyler Murray? Yeah, who was the quarterback before? Um, I feel like his last name was Palmer. No, I don't know. All right, but let's talk about Murray. Passing for 268 yards and two touchdowns, and he ran for 39 yards. Yeah, that That's, was just crazy. Yeah. Um, you're right about the Cardinals. To, to watch them would be, uh, to see them in the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised either. At, at least making it to the playoffs this year. Oh, and, for sure. And uh, it sounds like Dad keeps uh, picking the wrong quarterback for his fantasy league, huh? Yeah, we should. To- we got to do Kyler Murray. Next yeah, week. I agree. All right. What about the Sunday night game? Ah, uh, the Sunday night game. This was the game that everybody was looking forward to. It was the storm is brewing. They're coming back. It's Brady versus Belichick. Ah, oh, it was so good. Not going to lie, though. I mean, I'm going to be honest here. I did expect more points. I mean, 19 to 17. That That's just those aren't big numbers. I was expecting like this epic showdown 50 something to 70 something but no i agree i think i was expecting more points also i think uh i well i was actually kind of expecting tom brady to blow the patriots out of the water but mac jones did an amazing job and to see a rookie play like that um going back to the coaching for a rookie quarterback and to see him move and look similar to Tom Brady as a rookie um, was very impressive. And uh, it just shows you how much when you have the coaching that you need and uh, Daniels and in Belichick that they can take a rookie and make him, you know, a good quarterback. And I think that's where... The Bears need some help where Fields is is lacking in that coaching. I think he has talent, but I think he needs the coaching that he can um, 
be, you know, the quarterback that he's going to be. So, and then what about uh, Brady passing the uh, record of Oh, yeah, Breeze? that. So, honestly, I was kind of, I was at first a little upset because I was like, man, Breeze, you got to hold that record. But now looking back, Tom Brady deserves it. I mean. Yeah, and Breeze retired, so he's exactly. not going to hold that record. Um, but to pass that in the Patriots stadium and in a place where he played for a 20 exactly. years. That was just like emotion city. Like yeah, that has was to, straight up emotional. That was so emotional. Has to be a bittersweet moment for him. But they kept playing like nothing happened, which yeah. which was good. And what I found know. very funny and interesting is how the fans reacted towards Tom Brady because the thing is some of them like they were literally like on on the game there was literally like they were talking to some people so one person would think like oh well you can't you cannot say no to the man because he did get us all all these victories he did kind of get us to where we are he today he won a lot of super bowls for the exactly. patriots exactly like he he did do a lot for the patriots however this another guy thinks like oh well he's not on the patriots and i don't want to cheer for anyone who's not on our team and so it, they just, it really goes to show how many mixed opinions there are when it comes to like teams. Because even I, I kind of, I'm kind of on the side of the guy with like, I'm going to cheer for him anyway. Cause I mean, he did so much for it. Yeah. And he did a lot for the team. And, but it is still business and it still is football. And so he needed to move on. Um, exactly. But I did read in all of the speculation that everybody speculated, oh, Tom, barely talked to Bill Belichick and and uh I did read that Bill Belichick made uh did visit the visitors uh locker room for 20 minutes after that game and spent some time with Tom one on one. So it's there's a lot of speculation but I think it's still they still have a great relationship there and oh, for sure. and Tom Brady is still part of that team and that legacy in in New England. So. Yeah, I do really think that. It was a good game. Very bittersweet for Tom Brady because of all the emotions just rolling around. And yeah, I feel that we're going to have a lot of good games coming up and we're going to have a lot of good podcast episodes coming up. So stay tuned for our next episode. See you guys.